Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy, we are talking about male menopause. Is it a real thing? How many guys does it actually affect? Am I actually going through male menopause right now? We'll find (laughs) out together. Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. All right, Lori. So today we are talking about that elusive thing known as male menopause. Yeah. And I want to know if I'm actually going through it. I turned 40 this year. All my friends turned 40. Um, I cry. <laughs> is it thing. is it making me? I mean, I cry at those Hallmark commercials. Oh, you know the ones, the Disney commercials with the two little daughters walking through in their dresses, holding hands. Like, uh, you know, I just break down and sob at that. Is that what is that what we're talking about? Is that what male menopause is? <laughs> I'm angry a lot. I want to punch people a lot more now that I turned 40 as well. Um, I, I don't. Think th- I think but I this want is to. just you. Is this just my person? Is this just my personality? This is just you. <laughs> has uh, nothing to do with male. It menopause. has nothing to do with male menopause. That's okay. right. So I can't blame it on something. Can I blame it on just what? Like middle age? Middle age. Oh, okay. you are so young. You are not. Middle I, age is 55 these days. No, it's 60, that is a lie. 60 is the new 40. That is a lie. Everybody said 40 is just a number and my body's all breaking down all over the place. Can't walk anymore. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you old thing. Yeah, I wake up with but just you with worked aches out and pains. Yeah, you. I, I did. Well, I that did that's going to come in handy for male menopause when you get that. Okay, okay, so, so first what of is all, it? Is it an actual thing? Yeah, it uh, is an actual thing, but okay. it, it's it's a gradual thing. So for women, why we understand women have menopause is there's an abrupt change around 53 where she stops having periods and her hormones dramatically decrease. Right. Whereas for men, they do have a hormonal decrease, but it's very gradual. It actually starts at age 30. So, yes, you've what, been in it so for I've been, 10 years. I've been losing, like, testosterone ever yes. since I turned 30? gradually by about 1%. Oh, man. Um, but it's usually not really observed in terms of, you know, men don't think about it or feel it until they're in their 60s. Got so, it. you know, it's it's not it's not the way women feel it. But by about age 50, men have like 80% of the testosterone they used to. In 60, they have about 70% of it. And so, you know, men and women both have testosterone. That is the physiological hormone that gives us that sex hunger, that horny desire, that kind of feeling. And uh, men have so much more and have always had so much more, I mean, even at 70%, y'all are so far ahead of us. It's crazy. But one of the things that happens is for men, testosterone gets bound up with proteins, okay? And so 
There are different proteins in our blood. There's something called the sex hormone binding globulin, and that is a that protein. Sounds, sounds like a really fancy hormone there. Right. Um, it's a protein, and a protein. it binds with hormones. And as we age, it gets harder for testosterone to get free of this bind. There's also like um, estrogen. Estrogen binds with testosterone. and So basically, as, you're saying if I just have more of that protein, my testosterone will go up. So do I just not eat, eat a bunch of eggs or something? Or No, it, it has of, nothing to do with actual protein. Okay. It is a protein in the body, in the blood. And it's something that, yeah, you can't impact with diet. So it's not... It's not your protein level from food-based substances. Um, it's just, a, you know, our body is made up of different things, and one of the things it's made up of is proteins. And so basically 98% of your testosterone is already bound by protein, and that's why we measure for men when they don't have good desire. We measure something called free testosterone, and that's the unbound testosterone. So, like, I had a patient who... You know, let's say he had normal testosterone, but his free testosterone was low. So that's problematic that what is free gives us a sense of desire. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's, anyway. That's what you call the horny testosterone. That's the, the, the horny, horny stuff. Hummer. That's the, the good stuff. stuff. Got it. Yeah, exactly. And about 15 to 20 percent of men experience male menopause as a fast decline of testosterone. For some unknown reason, some men lose testosterone quickly. It can happen at any age, usually sometimes even in their 30s, usually not in their 20s. We don't really know why. It's called idiopathic, which means we have no idea why this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> We're all idiots we when it know. comes to the reason. So okay. um, we don't know. But it's faster um, than the one normal 1%. It's faster, yeah. And so, you know, it can be really problematic for a man who suddenly – is used to having energy, used to feeling desire, used to being able to build muscle really fast. You said you went to the gym, which is mm -hmm. great. And you can actually impact your testosterone levels by going to the gym, which we can talk about. But this is, this is how a man first experiences it. Tired, moody, cranky. So maybe you are having low T. Oh. We got to measure you. Wow. So, uh, to, so to speak. My testosterone. <laughs> Your testosterone. Measure my testosterone. Let's just, you know, measure me. Okay. We're gonna, Maybe we just, should take that out. No. Don't take that, don't take that out. I want everybody to know. The Lord's trying to measure me. All okay. right. But the, just my testosterone. That's right. Just your testosterone. Very good. Uh, okay. So. So how, how do we know if we're losing testosterone? What are the some of the things that would be indicators that it's declining? Okay, so one of the first things, and I'm not going to ask you this, Adam. I don't want to okay. know. TMI, but a decline in erections. So mm -hmm. usually there are fewer morning erections to no morning erections. Uh, also, men feel less desire, and their sexual functioning starts to be impacted. So it could mean that they get an erection, but then they lose their erection. Or, uh, I mean, different ways. They have difficulty climaxing, that kind of stuff. Okay. And also they have a poor response to Viagra or Sidenafil, which is the generic for Viagra. And all of them, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. the drugs that help with erections. Mm -hmm. So they take those drugs and, dang, doesn't work very well, you know, because they have much lower testosterone. And they have cognitive decline just like women. So, right, can't remember, yeah. you know, my neighbor's name, that kind of thing. That's actually cognitive decline. Yeah. 
and negative thinking. So again, we're a little worried about you. Mood changes, increased irritability. I'm losing my keys. I'm forgetting people. I forgot a whole person the other day. Didn't even know it. (laughs) Tell me, you forgot who they were? Like, yeah. You didn't know that they were your person? Well, I met with them for like an hour, and then two two weeks later, I ran into them again and had totally forgotten that who they were and what why I had met with them. It was sad. <laughs> that is total uh, therapist abandonment, you know. Well, it wasn't a client. <laughs> oh, that's my, good. I don't forget about my clients. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, and and men go through mood changes where they can also feel like increased anxiety, like they can feel panicky. So, depression and anxiety can increase. Okay. Often, men have enlarged breasts, so. When you lose testosterone, you um, ha- lose the ability to build muscle. You know, that's why, like, it's not fair. It's dang not fair. Men going to the gym, how fast they build muscle. It's just so not fair. But anyway, with the loss of testosterone, potentially, you know, fat replaces muscle essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's harder for them to keep that. Also, their estrogen might go up. And so they develop more breast tissue. That can be a problem. Loss of body hair, but not loss of hair on your head. Actually, loss of hair on your head may mean that you have good testosterone. Oh, really? So all those bald all men the... out there, man, they got a they got it going on. Yeah, you hear that, Kevin? You got a lot of tea. Good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. But um, loss of body hair, so like they might lose hair on their chest, on their arms, on mm. their legs. Kind of wish that would happen to me, but that's not happening, unfortunately. <laughs> waxing. Waxing. <laughs> there no. you go. Waxing. No way. What, what were you saying about waxing earlier? Adam? I was saying that wax that waxing is never going. There's no form of wax that is ever going to touch my body, ever. <laughs> I, I have. We'll see. I have too. I have too much. There's nothing to see, Lori. <laughs> she keeps saying that we'll see someday. There's nothing to see. Okay. It's okay. Not gonna happen. Okay. Men with low testosterone, they experience reduced energy. Yeah. You know, and so I have patients come in. I had this one guy come in, and this changed my mind about testosterone and depression. He had low energy. He was kind of weepy. And most men, if they cry, they don't weep. But this guy wept. And I said, okay, this is it. You know, you're so depressed. You are going on an SSRI. This, I'm done. Sent him to his doctor, and he came back, and he said, um, you know, my doctor says I have low T and wants to try testosterone. I'm like, okay, we'll give it one week and see. He got the pellets, um, and this seems like an ad for testosterone. It's not. It's something. It's a powerful drug. You, you all need to be under the care of a urologist. But when he came back to see me the next week, no depression. He was mm. buoyant. He had his drive back, his energy back depression gone. He said he had sex drive back. It was amazing. But this was a guy who was genuinely low in testosterone. And I just thought, okay, you know, as a, you know, as a clinician, it's really important for us to think about the body and mind and emotions in a holistic fashion, because it's not just always the need for an antidepressant. It could be that the person has a hormonal imbalance. And so we really need physicians to partner with us in our practice as we're thinking about this. But men, you know, also the last thing I would say is that they could have a loss of bone density. So this is a big problem. You Mm -hmm. know, basically there are lots of issues that come with the sudden decline of 
testosterone, much of it mimicking old age. I was just about to ask because a lot of these um, symptoms sound like symptoms of aging. So how do you mm -hmm. tell the difference between a maybe male menopause and a faster than usual loss of testosterone mm -hmm. versus just normal effects of aging? So I, I think it is based on these statistics, right? A 70% reduction at age 60. I mean, that is normal. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's in the, the low range. I mean, 70% of 1,000, let, let's say 70% of 800 is still in the 500s. Yeah. But I worry when men get closer to 350. I mean, even 400 sometimes I, I want to take an assessment of their blood values and their clinical symptoms. Clinical symptoms are the ones we just talked about. Yeah, you know, and so Do they have all these other things and their doctor is saying, you're still in range, you're yeah. still in a good range. It's like, now I want to talk to your doctor and tell him what I'm seeing. So it's important to get your testosterone levels tested is basically what you're saying. Yeah, it really yeah. is, especially if you're having any of these symptoms. Okay. Well, can we come back after the break, Lori? And um, I want to know what to do about it. Right? Okay. Because honestly, it sounds terrifying. And whether I'm in it or not, I need to know what you, I can actually do. You're not in it. To increase those horny testosterone Okay, hormones. I will. We will talk about it. So we want to remind all of you that we are thankful for the way you've shared the podcast. We continue to grow. It is our greatest honor when you share with a friend the work that we're doing in trying to help people uh, reframe their sexual life in a way that is understandable and not so mysterious so that they can make positive changes and strengthen their marriages and their partnerships. And I think the last thing we'd like to say is both of us are doing intensives. So if you would like to work with us, let us know and call our centers. You can find us at foreplayradiosextherapy.com. And if you like what we're doing and want to help support us, we'd love for you to rate and review us on iTunes and be super helpful for us. So thanks for listening. All right, Lori. So let me have it. What are the ways that we get out of male menopause? What can we do about it? Maybe not to get out of it, but how do we change it? How do we make an effect, uh, kind of make put a dent into all of those effects that we were talking about in the beginning? So we talked about that men increase body fat, basically breast tissue, and that as testosterone drops, it's more difficult to build muscle. Well, you know, a lot of that is self-reinforcing. The more fat you have on your body, uh, the fat itself produces estrogen, mm -hmm. which binds with testosterone, right? So one of the key things to do if you're male is to lose the belly fat. Okay. You know, I mean, it is crazy, but 10 pounds of belly fat, maybe 15 pounds, just a small belly can make such a huge difference in terms of a man's health, like in 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, men come in and see me and they're in their 40s and they have a little bit of a belly and they're just starting to struggle with erections. And I'm like, dude, by the time you're 50, you're going to have a huge struggle with your erections. It's mm -hmm. like lose the belly fat now because belly fat is, of course, an indicator of heart disease, but it, it also produces this estrogen, which, again, you know, can reduce his testosterone. It's, it's a cycle. Right? Yeah. You know, as we age, all, lots of things are cyclical. They start to compound to they do. themselves. Yeah. They do. So do that. So does that inspire you, Adam? First oh, of all, yeah. you, you were it just totally saying you're going to like, you're going to the gym. Right. 
I got to change my diet. That's the difference. Okay. How are you going to change your diet? Um, I want to. I, I want a concrete I'm go, promise. I'm going to go on a keto, low carb, paleo, um, <laughs> intermittent fast. Golly, I'm you're going to go for I'm just, it. Instead of doing one fat diet, I'm just going to do them all, <laughs> all this, all all at the same time. I love it. I yep. love it. I'm basically going to eat chicken and pineapple. That's, <laughs> that's it. great. Okay, that that's what you can do. First of all, lose the belly weight. Secondly, you got to go see your urologist. So I know. Primary physicians also monitor testosterone, and some of them really know their stuff. Uh, and, of course, that's always a good place to start. But before you start testosterone, a couple things need to be checked. So your serum testosterone, which is your total blood testosterone, your free testosterone, and you need to have your estradiol checked, which is basically part of this estrogen that is available in your body because sometimes men with high estradiol don't need testosterone. They need another medication. Uh, it's the old Clomid is what they're using. I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. But I, you know, my patients basically come back on essentially the generic Clomid because what that does is their testosterone production needs to be boosted. And so Clomid basically tells their pituitary gland to tell their testes to make more testosterone. You got that? I think so. It tells, like, the drug so it, is talking it, to my testes. That's right. It, got it. It kickstarts your own system. So you're making your own testosterone. Because if you take testosterone, uh, again, powerful drug, you know, you, there are a lot of things we don't know about taking hormones, especially with testosterone. There's controversy. So we want to know what would be smarter. And taking testosterone basically stops your body from producing its own testosterone. Okay. And it shrinks your testes. It's a, it's a lot of testy talk today, but I'm got <laughs> So we don't want them to shrink. We, we want them to work on their own. That's right. Right. So we need to talk to them a little bit exactly. using a drug. Okay. Exactly. How do I – I do not have a – currently have a urologist. You should. Lori. You're 40. Okay. Well, I don't have to have the thing until I'm 50. So what – uh, what thing don't you have till you're 50? Well, do you know the test that the urologist does? <laughs> That's I the gastroenterologist. Oh, different guy. <laughs> different guy. So totally I don't need different to have test. That okay, gotcha. You have to have the prostate check every year. When I'm 40? You have to have a blood test that tests your PSA absolutely every year, and you have to have a digital prostate check every single year. At 40? They got to check the oil. Yes, they do. Got it. Okay. So how do I find, well, the urologist, I'll find that we'll talk about the other guy later, but how do I find a good urologist? Okay. So you got to ask around. Okay. You know, I can, I can direct you in this community for sure. And I mean, if you're in another community, ask your primary, you know, just say it's been recommended that I start seeing a urologist. I mean, please, please, everybody, by the time you're like 35, you have to have a PSA blood test for a baseline. A PSA is it checks your prostate-specific antigens, which is, you know, checking for prostate cancer, basically. You, you need that done, and you always need a digital prostate exam, like from the time you're young, you know, okay. in your 20s, right? Because they want to check the size of your prostate just in case you get cancer. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, I would just say smart to start seeing a urologist like once a year, just the way women see gynecologists. It's really smart to do that. Okay. Lift weights, dude. You can raise your testosterone by 100 points. 
by cool. lifting muscle mass. Yeah, by building muscle building mass. Building muscle mass mm-hmm. through lifting weights. Mm-hmm. But okay. all these crazy things that say other than testosterone or the drug that, you know, tells your body to make more testosterone, uh, don't believe any of the ads of, you know, this drug will make you feel more desire or will enlarge your penis or build your testes. You can get it at the, um, the drugstore. No, the, <laughs> con- the con- gas station. I shouldn't right. get any of those. <laughs> the horny goat weed isn't really going to do anything. Right. Exactly. Uh, Please stop buying that stuff, Adam. Stop <laughs> buying it. I invested in it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. So since 1993, there has been a 500% increase in sales and prescription sales for testosterone. Isn't that amazing? That is. That's really amazing. But and part of that is just a, a raising an awareness that this is an issue, right? Yeah, it's raising of awareness and also that we understand a little bit more uh, that men need this. Yeah. So if you were to need testosterone, and that means that you are basically below normal, there are different ways that you can get it. First of all, always go through a doctor. We don't give the pills anymore because that is processed through your liver, and that can be toxic to your liver. So most of the times the delivery systems are patches, which it's like a little tiny uh, silicone or plastic thing that you stick on your body. And it delivers through the skin testosterone over time. And you need to keep replacing those. Or injections. Some men give themselves injections every five days or something Um, There's a cream or a gel that you can put on every day. You have to kind of make sure it dries and you don't don't, want to hug your lady. You don't have to put those creams on your testes, do you? Can you put them, you just put the cream anywhere? (laughs) You and your testes. You you keep talking about them. I just want to make sure. No, you don't need to put it on your testes. It's usually underneath your arms. It's, It's places that don't generally grow hair. Oh, I have none of those places. <laughs> I don't know what, to, don't know what I would do. <laughs> or pellets. Okay, right. so pellets. You're... You mean like they give animals? Animal food pellets? <laughs> no. That kind of pellet? No. No. Okay. They're just like, what? what's the difference between a pellet and a pill? Okay, so a pellet actually is inserted in your body, like in your hip. They make a tiny little incision. Say what now? <laughs> they make a tiny little incision, uh-huh. and then they shove these pills into your body, and then they stitch you up. What? I did not yeah. know this was a thing. Yeah. It's perfect because your body doesn't like the pill, and so it tries to get rid of it. And as it gets rid of it, it delivers the testosterone throughout your body. It's a great little delivery system to m- maintain sort of constant testosterone. How, how often do you have to do that? It's usually once a quarter. Once a quarter, you go in, mm-hmm. they slice you open, <laughs> shove a bunch of pills in there, <laughs> like quarters worth of pills in there, and then stitch you back up? No, it's not like a quarter's worth of pills. It's a tiny pill. Okay. It, it is kind of painful the first day just afterwards, but they numb, they numb the, the spot up with lidocaine. Okay. It's maybe, not that bad. That may work for some guys. I'm just going to rub the cream on my testes and <laughs> go with that. <laughs> okay. Please do not listen to this for medical advice from Adam either. <laughs> I, I'm okay. just trying to be Joe, average Joe for you. I, I, that's right. That's right. Okay, so there are risks. The research is contradictory. You know, some say that it raises the heart attack risk. Other people say uh, studies claim that it's protective. You know, maybe it raises the risk for prostate cancer. They're not sure. Some studies, again, say it's protective. 
Uh, the most typical side effects are acne, tender breast tissue, and sometimes swollen ankles. So, I, you know, some reasons that it, it would not be given to you is it can raise your red blood cell count, which, of course, if the hematocrit is too high, if your hematocrit, that's a blood value, is too high, they wouldn't give it to you because it could increase your risk of stroke. Uh, again, that's a doctor decision as to what is too high and what is not. Um, if you're a prostate cancer survivor, probably out of luck there. And benign prostate hyperplasia, it's BPH, so it's a large prostate. Mm -hmm. A lot of men get this. It's not cancerous, but it can obstruct the flow of urine. And so that is usually fed with testosterone, so they're not going to give you it for that. And if you have severe sleep apnea or severe congestive heart failure, those two things contraindicated, of course. So... All jokes so. aside, all jokes aside, this is an important issue. It affects a lot of men. It's not something to be embarrassed about. Um, it happens, and it's and there's ways to really begin to make a difference. Counteract in it, it. right? So male it. menopause is about the loss of testosterone. Yeah, and it's not as sudden usually as women. It's a slow decline. If you do have these symptoms, go see your doc. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at 4Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.